What up? Howdy. Oh, that was like a hello. <laughs> it's your gruff cowboy Brian here. It's gruff cowboy Brian. <laughs> I'm cowboy. I'm gruff cowboy Andy. <laughs> That's cowboy Andy over there. Howdy. <laughs> it's, it's Mario Day as we're recording, so it won't be when this episode goes out. Today we're talking about uh, we talk about <laughs> Onward the movie. We talk about Connected. We go into a big, big talk about Drag Race. Uh, so this is a very pop culture filled episode of Deskbox. Yeah, so um, please consider continuing to listen. I mean, please. you've already gotten this far. <laughs> might as well just you might as well just spend the next hour listening. Welcome to Desk Pop. Hello. Uh, how's it going, Brian? See, now now the audience oh, knows your name. It's going, Andy. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I woke up at 10 a.m. We were recording, I think it's like 12-ish. It's 12.30. So this is one of, I mean, I'm usually awake when we record, <laughs> but today I'm a bit more awake. A little more awake. That's good. That's yeah, good. I'm wide awake. Uh, the world is engulfed in a global pandemic right now, so uh, I've never been able to sleep since that. Uh, I lie awake every night. Um, See, I, I eagerly go to sleep like a child on Christmas, you know, excited to, you know, uh, it's tonight the, the night thing. I get to die. <laughs> you know, is tonight, yeah. is tonight it? How are you doing, Andy? I'm doing good. I'm doing yeah. good. Um, I, I, I'm prepared for you, today. Yeah, so this is this is a surprise. I'm, you're going to see me looking down a lot because <laughs> I was prepared for you to ask me that question. Uh, I'm doing really well. Yeah, yeah. I, I did my I filed my taxes for the first time. That's good. I used the How free was, TurboTax thing. Did you have a good time? Was that a good experience? Um, it took me like less than an hour. <laughs> Uh, it was boring. It was really boring, but I got a nice return from it, so yeah. it, was, it was nice. And uh, hashtag not sponsored. Honestly, I, <laughs> TurboTax is. I don't. I've never filed my taxes using anything else. Yeah. So I'm like, dude, I'll, I'll tattoo that on my chest. You know, brand loyalty. TurboTax. I, I bought the deluxe version. <laughs> I like the free version so yeah. much that I got the deluxe version. That's good. So I'm very happy with that. I will soon be losing my return uh, on something that I don't need <laughs> okay. um, or really want. I just really need to spend that. I just, it's gotta go. I, I, yeah. The money's dirty. Just, you gotta get out of here. It, it needs to be Get spent. out of my wallet, get out of my house. <laughs> yeah. Uh, next is I won the trivia. Yeah. Um, our, our friend group has discord trivia. And hosted I've, by the lovely Christos. Yes, and yeah. I have made I've closed out my redemption arc from the last time we played the That's trivia good. and we we lost due to technicality. The same argument was had again about a pronunciation of something. Ugh. But we did it. We 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 changed the rule. You overcame. We adversity. overcame. We went through uh it was me, I partnered with Bryce. The categories were um we did. We read a bunch of Trump tweets, and we had to distinguish which ones were fake and which ones were real. Yeah, they were all real, so we all didn't do very well on that one. Um, next one was pictures of countries. Yeah, didn't do very well on that one. Um, Harry Potter. I carried the team on that one. <laughs> Bryce knew nothing. Next one was music knowledge. He's a music YouTuber. He knew all of it. I was of no help, so we balanced each other out. <laughs> and the last one was common theme, and it was the Star Wars sand quote, Brooklyn Bridge, Jewish holidays, and a gay couple who lives on a street named after a seed. Okay. Sesame Street, Bert and Ernie. I'm not sure if they're canon gay, but the creator <laughs> of them said they were gay, and I was like, well, how many other streets are named after seeds if not Sesame Street? So it has to be Bert and Ernie. Luckily, I was right. <laughs> Um, uh, and the common theme was Bernie Sanders. Gotcha. Well, so that's good. That was, that was a nice, yeah. and we got that one right. So we won by, we, yeah, it, it was a very, it felt good. That's Last good. thing, I posted my art for the first time on Instagram. Never uh, done it before. Oh, yeah, yeah. I like the photo. I got a notification on our desktop account in the morning, and I woke up and clicked it, 
and it sent me to your because I thought I oh, okay you I was like did account. I accidentally post it on no, the no 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 okay so I, I liked it on that and then later I was like the same day and I was on my regular Instagram and I was looking through and I was like I thought I liked that photo and I liked it again and then I had realized what happened and I was like mm. whatever but but yeah I've always been pretty anxious <laughs> about posting things that I've worked on on the I mean videos are a little different because sure, it's like sure. a link you have to go extra to see it but the art is just like there along with everybody else's art. But I felt pretty good about it. So I'm, I'm wanting to do it again. And I want to start making more of an effort to put art stuff I make out there more. Yeah. And that was a nice first step. So that's good. Yeah. Those are the yeah. big three things. All, all good things this time around. The big, no? the big three. Yeah. <laughs> How have you been? I've been good. There's a lot of news in the gay community. Uh, you know, drag race the second from the second part of the premiere aired there's a big kerfuffle um which is kind of i'll, I'll talk about it later with you and get your get your live reaction because you don't know this news um wow that's a big assumption wow no i know you don't know uh <laughs> <laughs> uh what else uh aj and the queen that rupaul show i told you about is uh, officially not renewed for another season what <laughs> so, is what is it? Can you explain that to me again? That AJ and the Queen. What was that? It was RuPaul's uh, like um, scripted show. Oh. I told you about it a little a while ago on an episode, and you were like, "Oh, could I watch that without watching Drag Race?" And then we compared it to Harry Potter, and uh, basically now it's just one season. You can go watch that, and then um, oh, never okay. have to. Well, I actually increased my <laughs> odds of watching it now because I. I don't have to be invested as much, so that's no, good for me. You know, it's canceled. So. Is that is that the show? I know there was like a popular. There was this thing that was shared on, um, I think it was, Twitter a bunch, or I saw it a lot on Reddit, and there were hmm. two, two drag queens talking like in a talk show format, and one was saying it's fashion. No, that's a that's, the, the recap. Oh, okay. Of the Drag Race episode, but I, yes, the fashion. That I've seen funny. that like a billion times. Yeah, I think it, it's funny. But but is she fashion? It's it's fashion. <laughs> it's fashion. Is she fashion though? <laughs> yeah, that that is just yeah. That's Peppermint and Bob the Drag Queen. Oh, okay. To Drag Race alone. I think I've heard the name Bob the Drag Queen, but I've never heard Peppermint before. He won season. Was it? They need trading cards. Nine, eight. No, he eight, eight. Like ML, like Major League Baseball trading cards. Yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's kind of it for me. Um, Animal Crossing is coming out soon. We're recording two episodes today, so, uh, you know, unfortunately our... I guess Animal Crossing won't be out by next episode anyway, but... Um, yeah, when does it come out? It comes out at the end the, of the month, right? The 20th, I think. March 20th. Okay. So it'll be out after next episode comes out. So we'll have our, we'll probably have a hands-on first impression the week after Animal Crossing comes yes. out. Yes. So not we'll this episode, not next episode, but the third episode from so, today. And then as far as a review goes, we're probably not, not this episode, not at next episode, not the episode after that, but then that one will probably be a full review. Yeah. I mean, I have a feeling I'll have played a lot of it to talk about it, but yeah, to give a full, full review, I think yeah. we'll, we'll wait a little bit. Yeah. It definitely takes me a lot longer. <laughs> like I can't, unless it's kingdom hearts, it's really hard for me to binge hmm. a game and then fire emblem. I, I don't know what it was about that, but I needed to finish it. Yeah. There was like this <laughs> intensity about it that, yeah. I don't know, but like Animal Crossing, you can't really finish. So I don't like... Well, it also plays in real time too. So it's, you're kind of restricted on how much right. you really can do. Unless you change the clock. I don't think you can. I think you can only change the clock like once. I don't know. I change it all the time in Pokemon. This is Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing 2. (laughs) Animal Crossing 2? We're already talking about (laughs) 2. Animal Crossing 2. (laughs) Dude, Animal Crossing 2. The next one. Yeah, so uh, today's a special... I mean, I think I say this at the beginning of almost every episode of Desk Pop. It's Mar... Mar Marwano. But it's a special episode of Desk Pop today. (laughs) Not only... 
are we recording on a Tuesday, which is yeah, different. That's different. We're recording in a different room, which is different. Yes. Yeah, so We're filming it for the first time, which is different. We'll try and get the echo out, but we'll see what happens. And it's Mario Day. <laughs> it's, it's March tenth. Yes. When this episode <laughs> airs, it will be Mar Mari Day. Mary Day. It'll be Mar one oh. Mar one oh. No, tomorrow would be tomorrow would be Mar one one. Oh, when it airs, yeah, it'll be Mar eleven. Mari. Marlon, where were you? Hey God, it's me, Mary. (laughs) God, it's me, Mary. (laughs) Yeah, the iconic Deadpool quote. Uh, And in honor of Mario Day, Lego announced a collaboration, first collaboration with Nintendo ever, on some Mario thing. Have you seen the teaser? No, because Lego does not interest me. But I will. Okay. I will. um, You need to be fake excited for this. Humor you. You're gonna see my live reaction right here, folks. Yeah, and let me, I gotta pull this up. And hear it if you're not watching. Oh, no. This is riveting. Yeah, I... Top-tier journalism right here. I was like, yeah, I'm gonna have this already pulled up, so that way I can, uh, I can easily show you. And I didn't, so... Can I just Google, like... Oh, I already got it. Oh. Oh, turn it down. This is going to (laughs) be a nightmare to edit. Okay. And that's it. So does it... Okay. So is it going to have a screen? People don't know. People are saying... If that's just the... People are debating if that's just like part of the teaser or if that's an actual product. I hope it's not. I don't know why they would show like a screen in something because that's not like... I don't know. I, I don't feel like that would add anything to like a teaser. You know what I mean? It's People just... are suspecting that it might be like some sort of amiibo okay. thing that has a screen or a pop figure type of product. Interesting. I really hope it's just a legit set collaboration. Mm-hmm. Um, people have been making fan Zelda and Mario sets for forever. So it's not going to be out until... People don't know. Oh. They teased it today. Yeah. Okay. They teased that they're collaborating on something... Okay. And nobody knows anything else about it. Okay, so on Mario Day today, they just teased it. Yeah. Okay. Or I guess they've officially announced they are collaborating on something, but there's nothing. All right. Yeah. (laughs) Why why wouldn't you just have it ready? I don't know. I don't know either. Um, (laughs) There... There's a leak somewhere on some website. There's always a leak. Yeah. There's like Uh, a UK shopping site or something. Check the hull of the boat. There's always a leak. <laughs> and people are saying, or the description of the thing that leaked was, "Oh, be stay tuned for the new Lego Mario announcement on this Nintendo Direct." So people are like, "Is there a Lego Mario game?" I think it's fake. I think it's oh, unlikely. Okay. I think a Lego game, a Lego Mario game, after never collaborating with Lego at all, would be weird. Well, we would actually. The more I think about that, I don't think it would be weird. I feel like, like, since they've never done anything together, I feel like there would have to be some sort of... I don't know. I mean, I could see... Like, you've played the Lego games before, right? Like, some of them, like Star Wars. Yeah. Or, I don't know. I feel like I've had a good time when I've played them, and I feel like there's a way... Because they're always very, like, linear story-wise. It's just, like, yeah. you're going down a pathway. You have so You're collecting things. Like, I feel like it could work. Oh, I, I think it could work, too. I just yeah. think making a game before any i mean they've done it before but yeah. i feel like nintendo is like you you mean before any physical yeah property stuff i i feel like you would need to do that first maybe, i don't know if people are mentally ready for maybe that maybe it's both i mean it's an amiibo and then this game I don't know. that'd be neat i really i want i want mario lego sets that's the <laughs> dream yeah um but in honor of of mario stuff mm-hmm. what is your favorite Mario game. Uh, I know it's a hard question. So my favorite Mario game is probably Mario and Luigi Bowser's Inside Story. Okay. Just because I don't, I'm not a super like Mario purist where I'm like, oh, like one of the older games. And like, I do enjoy like the newer Mario parties. I think those are a lot of fun. Um, but I, I don't know that that's one that I remember playing on like my, uh, I think my 
DS and just having a good time and um, and it was different in terms of like a Mario game and I found that refreshing. Did but, you get the remake on 3DS? Um, no, I played the just the normal one or whatever the first one. Um, but it, I, I knew I was aware of something else that came out, but I don't know. It just was like, it must have been like the perfect moment. I had a good experience and it just, I don't know. Hmm. What about you? What's your favorite Mario game? I'd probably pick Paper Mario. Yes. On the 64. Unsurprised. Yeah. That's. <gasps> oh, I might actually change mine to Odyssey. I'll let you finish. I was going to go to Odyssey. I forgot about Odyssey. <laughs> Dana, like. I Odyssey usually, was really fun. I use Dana as an excuse to play old games and yeah. I always phrase it as like. Oh, you haven't played this? You have to try it. And then I force her to play it. Yeah. And then I become overbearing and annoying. Like, <laughs> like kind of hovered over her watching her play it. Yeah. And then eventually she's like, oh, I'll have to check out the rest later. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, I mean, while it's set up, I guess I'll play it a little bit. Uh-huh. And so the last game we played was Odyssey. And I had, I knew it was a good game, but I'd forgotten how good it was. I recently purchased the art book. So I was reading the art book and looking at all the, all the art stuff. And that game is so good. The like it's so intuitive. It does such a good job at starting and then you're playing the game. There's no intro thing and when you're learning all the controls it doesn't stop you and mm. give you a bubble telling you what to do. Right, right. It tells you as you're doing it and it's and that just happens with every new power up. You just figure it out. Mm. It's so good. I just think in Odyssey 2, the reason it might trump inside story uh one it's beautiful and there's great music to it uh but also the final like fight the final like chase scene type thing Mm -hmm. was so memorable and so great to me uh in terms of video game stuff that that moment impacted me a lot um and it's always nice to have this like culmination point where it's like you're playing this game you're learning all these new things and then you get to this point where it's like um almost cinematic in a way i'm like, you know, like everything you've it. done has been leading to this moment right it's very cool and the music really amplifies it too oh just that that whole song the is that the jump up superstar song they play during that point or is it um, um it's jump up superstar is like the uh the like the yeah. baseline song but the last one i forgot what the it's name of good. it is the last one is but really the singer good. who sings jump yeah. up is singing this one too it's good um, i i listen to it in the car a lot and i'm upset they never released it on spotify mm-hmm. you can buy it on apple music but you know i also love yeah. bowser though too and like he's a big part of that final thing so I, I think i enjoyed that um but yeah overall i think odyssey was just so well-rounded and so like I would enjoy playing it. I think it'd be easy for someone else to jump into and play it. Um, this yeah. is this also marked like the first time Nintendo really kind of opened up the gates with, oh, Mario always wears the same hat and overalls and everyone yeah, always looks yeah. the same. They, re, you know, when they change, it's it's just this dramatic, Yeah. you know, Mario didn't just change one thing. It's just he's mm-hmm. in caveman outfits and skeleton outfits and yeah. all the different things things you see mario's nipples for the first time which is a huge deal so beautiful um but i really like bowser's comb over Mm. like little things like that was really cool seeing mario characters reinterpreted in different ways and that has continued since with like the mario sports games they're all wearing different outfits Mm -hmm. which has never happened before yeah so i hope that continues yeah yeah. that's another reason i really like odyssey (laughs) um yeah all right, so you had a thing about Drag Race. <laughs> so there's some news. Yeah. Uh, our our desk pop gay ambassador yes, to the community. It, it is. Has it come is back I. Our uh, delegate has returned from. <laughs> uh, super delegate, thank you. Um, no, uh, Drag Race premiered season twelve. Uh, first episode came out a week ago. Uh, a little over a week ago now. Uh, second episode came out Friday. Uh, and those are both the premiere. They broke the premiere up into two two episodes. So you get to focus more on the people. Instead of seeing 13 people in one episode, you see seven in the first and six in the second. So it's a little more personal. You see yeah. them. Um, this year, they didn't eliminate anyone in the, either of the first episodes. Um, it was all just to get to know you. 
Yeah, and they didn't like reveal that until the end. Uh, And so obviously after the first episode, you know that the second episode, they're not going to do that to you. The Lego show did the same thing where it was like, get to know you. They do a challenge, but nobody was taken off. I like that because in most reality TV shows, the first person (laughs) to go home, I mean... You don't really know anything about You're not them. attached, so yeah. you don't feel anything when they're let go. Right, and it's kind of like, well, all right, well, that's a bummer, I guess, but, you know, show keeps going. But yeah. in this way, it does allow you to develop a little bit more of a connection, and um, when they get sent home, it's a little more, like, impactful on the audience. Well, before the second episode of the premiere... There was a statement put out by the company that does, uh, put out by RuPaul's Drag Race. Yeah. And basically it outlined, it it was, it was unusual. Uh, but they said, you know, this queen, her name is Sherry Pie is disqualified from the competition. Uh, yeah. Sherry Pie. Yeah. Nice. Uh, you won't like her in a second. Uh. (laughs) She's, she's not very good. Oh no. Uh, but anyway, so uh, I I found out this news. I had to kind of look for it myself, um, like in that very very first, you know. Um, Did they refer in the statement to Sherry Pie by the drag name? I believe so. Yeah, because I mean that's that's her contestant name. Oh, okay, uh, and that's all, that's pretty uh, par for the course in terms of drag queens. They refer to them by their stage name and in term because that's who, okay. who you well, would I just like as. for like this like as far as like yeah, a serious statement yeah. goes like it's not seriously saying like yeah so sherry pie yeah i mean i think no one felt that like i could see it going that way but no one was no one had felt that way um just because that's who she is yeah. that's her name um but it the it came out BuzzFeed actually did an article. So BuzzFeed is the like breaking news outlet that oh, did okay. this story um, about her not only catfishing people. So that's like one step. That's like okay, that's gross and not very cool and like bad of you to do um, to catfish multiple people. But not only catfishing people, and this is not even just before the show, but this is after they finished taping the show this continued. So that's kind of like oh. makes it a little bit bigger of a deal uh, in my eyes. Cause I'm like, you know, you're going to be now on TV and you continue this behavior. Yeah. Uh, not only catfishing people, she would, she set up this fake person that would, uh, that would request audition tapes for people and basically would be like, um, not promising them roles and uh, like uh, performances. Like, I, I'm not totally familiar with the space. I don't, it wasn't like Broadway, but it was uh, some New York City outlet yeah. that does, you know, theater. Um, and basically, these actors would be sending role, like sending tapes uh, to audition for these roles. And she would devise these weird scripts for them to read that were like her fetishes and like, Basically, these people would like under the guise of auditioning for a performance, record themselves. Um, and I, I think it's all men, but would record themselves and they would do like her, they would act out her weird fetishes, her weird kinks and stuff, send the tape, uh, and then never hear anything from this uh production woman or whatever. They'd be ghosted basically by this person once you know. Oh, so. Not only is it like catfishing Sherry Pye, bad, no. yeah, she, yeah. Not only is it catfishing bad, but it's um, it's on like kind of another level of yeah. It's kind of it's it's kind of criminal in the sense of like um, oh, bit stop recording. <laughs> yeah. how, much, how much time has passed? We're resetting it up. All right, it is recording again now. Clapping again. <laughs> okay. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's very scummy, obviously. Um, I think they're kind of figuring out now what the legal ramifications are of that because it's. How are they going to edit? Are they going to try to edit her out of the show? How does that going to work? <laughs> 
So the statement basically said the statement basically said that they are going to continue to air um, the show. They didn't say whether or not they're going to try and edit her out, but they said that she will not be going to the reunion that they tape after the show finishes airing. That that's where they announce the winner. She won't be there. Oh, okay. She will be disqualified. She won't be able to win, um, which sounds like, and I I haven't. I've been trying to avoid spoilers as much as possible for the fantasy league that I'm in. Uh, but it sounds like she makes it very far in the competition. And that's why they're having to put out this statement. If she was like the first queen to go, they would put out the statement and the show would, you know what I mean? She's yeah. gone and the show would continue. But it sounds like she's a prominent person in the entire show. And so they're like, out of the respect for everyone that's already put their time in, we're going to continue airing this uh, as normal. I would imagine I'd hedge my bets that they're going to try and edit her out as much as possible. Man, that fucking sucks from a PR standpoint. Yep, yeah. Like, that almost ruins the show because, I, like, people yeah. aren't going to want to watch the show because they're not going to want to watch People are going to still person. watch. It, it, it's awkward, and I think... I'd feel weird, like, what? Just, yeah. Like, I know the show's not about them specifically, right. but just, you know, seeing everyone, like they're probably going to not hate each other. All no, gonna be, they're yeah, all going to yeah, probably yeah. be really chummy with each other. And that's going to look weird yeah. now. And, and I think it's, but it's, they didn't know. So no, I mean, yeah, they didn't it's still know. Weird. It's very weird. Um, I think as well, like, so I'm doing a fantasy league for drag race right now. Yeah. And are you going to let the person who picked Sherry pie repick? Well, that's the thing. So it's not like you do that. You have to pick every week. So oh, okay. Um, we kind of had this conversation, and, and I I was on the fence about it at first. And I think after listening to some other podcasts and some other stuff, I think I've decided, like, um, I'm going to just ask everyone not to pick her. Like, you know, continue playing the game as normal. Just don't choose her. You know, we'll move on with our lives and not... Uh, it, it, in a way, it seems silly to me because I'm like, okay, well, this person's going to still give me points and stuff like that. Yeah. But I think um, the best way to move forward is just to uh, go about our lives and be like, you know, this person can't really affect that. We're still going to have a good time and we're still going to enjoy yeah. the show. And this person, we're just not even going to uh, acknowledge them. You know, I don't want to send them any hate. I don't want to... Because uh, that that's a very... People, this community can be very toxic in the sense that, like, if someone that they don't like wins or or does better than someone they do like, people will send death threats. And so I can only imagine what what Cherry Pie is now receiving probably from this community. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's good. A lot of people are advocating against that. Um, Obviously, uh, I hope she does, you know, suffer the consequences legally of however that shakes out. But... Yeah, it's just real that's, weird. That's fucking crazy. Yeah, it's it's strange, but yeah, it's the, yeah. <laughs> that just really sucks. That if they if yeah, hopefully they don't get far. I mean, luckily this is happening pretty early in the show's run, where people are probably gonna try to re-edit some stuff. Yeah. So the statement came out before the second episode, like the same day. So I kind of. So they probably have some time to try to save. I think they have time for other whatever episodes. what other footage they have left. But I think so. I think they'll they try and far. Yeah, like their prominence is only going to increase. I I think that their reputation is at this point ruined. I think yeah. within the community of people that know about this person, their reputation is totally ruined. That's, I mean, so yeah. it, it's not gonna it's not gonna give them any yeah. like anything else is just probably just more makes people more uncomfortable each other (laughs) however if we're being optimistic yeah if they do get far and people start getting voted off or however however it works yeah yeah. it's like oh we have like a villain to all hate as it's like if it's a final two and they're in the final two or something it's like you have everyone to gang up on and be like oh we can't (laughs) let them win you know so that that'd be cool I agree. Them, like, I'm curious lose. how they'll handle it because they've they're notorious for giving edits to certain people. Like they'll give you a a villain edit, uh, 
you know, and you'll be the the heel of the season in, term, in wrestling terms, or they'll give you like a winner's edit. And so like, you'll have this like whole story arc developed throughout the whole season and not everyone yeah. will get that. Um, so it, it, they do edit people in a certain light. Um, obviously they can't edit what they don't have. So if she's not, She's like the nicest person in the world and the thing. You may not be able to edit her in that way. And I I don't even know if they will go that way. I feel like they might do, they might just try and minimize her on the show and like just remove her from, uh, as much as they can. I think they create storylines too, which makes, you know, cause obviously they don't just film and then just like edit and then post. They have to create a storyline that, follows through the whole season so they'll edit they'll finish filming everything then they'll look you know they'll look at the storyline and you know figure out how yeah. they can um what were your thoughts on sherry pie before this information <laughs> your your first impressions on the first episode <laughs> or the second episode well, I'll, I'll edit like a little photo of her here um, yeah next time we film this <laughs> we, we should probably have a powerpoint on this screen in the middle that has like a picture of of our thing uh, i think that might be good yeah yeah uh but that, I'm not a big fan. She's kind of a campy, uh, one of those like traditional drag queens where it's like just the big hair and the big, you know, shoulders and just all the, uh, like when a normie pictures a drag queen, they, they picture this. When you think of like a sitcom going to Chandler, drag, a Chandler's drag dad or something from friends. Is he a drag queen? Yeah. Oh, probably. It was then, treated right? as a big joke. Oh, okay. Probably. I, I don't know if it was like offensive or not interesting i don't even I, interesting yeah. i haven't seen anybody really talk about <laughs> we talked nobody, about nobody the really talks about the social that. impact of friends <laughs> but it's usually people people usually bring up the fact yeah. that anytime there's a minority character it's like a one-off like uh, oh hi and bye type thing yeah and those are the only things i've heard about i can see that it's a very white show but they really (laughs) really like emphasize chandler's dad being a drag queen interesting i want to look at that's like a pivotal like there's several episodes dedicated to it and they're a reoccurring character so i don't i don't know i'm looking it up now because that's interesting yeah i haven't seen friends in a while but i'd be interested in reading up how impactful that was because um, right off the bat, like I can't really think of anything that was like. I mean, there were a lot of. I don't know, because like wait, by the end of it, they like made up with each other, and Chandler was. Wait, like, but Chandler's, it was played by a woman. Was it? Is, that's really confusing. Sh- what? So was it a drag queen or was it a trans woman? <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was Drag Queen. Oh, no. This is weird. I don't like this. Uh, in fact, Marta Kaufman reminded us that Kathleen Turner's character, Chandler's cross-dressing father and drag queen, Helena Handbasket, so, was in, transgender. A pretty progressive move for its time. Wait, so is it in the lore that his dad was trans- transgender? Or is it the lore that his dad was I would venture a drag queen but I would, not trans I would venture a guess because you can be trans and a drag queen I would venture a guess that they thought that you don't you don't cast someone who's biologically a woman like who who, who identifies as a woman and and say that they're male if your intention is not to ultimately say they're trans we're gonna give that another go next time around like this i think this is a learning experience so we we Uh, have lost the camera you will not be able to visually see this episode we lost the footage (laughs) it's lost forever dust cops lost episode we'll have to get um those cameras that are like uh like always plugged in or whatever you know yeah uh but anyway yeah yeah uh I don't know. Well, uh, that's something for another episode. I don't know how problematic that is. We'll have to. That's right. interesting. One, one more I don't question know enough on it, it while I'm thinking yeah, about yeah. it. So, as yes. far as. So, if someone is a trans woman. Yes. yes. They can be a drag queen. Well, I, I mean, I guess, like, if we're really yeah. playing, like, I, like, anybody could be a drag queen. Yeah, you're right. That, so, that's correct. Anyone could. You could are, be a drag queen even if you're. Um, 
a, just a woman. So how does a man? How or, does so is the drag queen term more of a type of fashion and show that goes into it? It's more of that and like the hyper femininity and like the like the over the top. Um, like, is it more of a genre than like a? I don't. I don't know. Like, because I always interpreted drag as just cross dressing. I would say I've never really so, thought about so it. So cross dressing. So cross dressing and drag can actually be different things. So, like, if I if I just like you know threw on a dress, that's cross dressing. If I'm not like fully going into the the drag realm, uh, however, if I'm doing the full. And you know that that varies to certain degrees of like certain drag queens uh, um, styles, but mm-hmm. I would view drag drag as like ketchup. So you can put ketchup on anything. Uh, drag you, is you're ketchup. probably you're probably most used to putting ketchup on fries, like eating you know fries with ketchup, and that's probably what like you would think when you think of ketchup or whatever. Yeah. But you could put ketchup on whatever you want. Um, and it's still ketchup. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and so that's why I would maybe equate that that drag is. It's just, it's this hyper version of uh, like a gender stereotype kind of. Okay. Uh, but then it's also uh, can be flipped on its head and like there there's certain things you can do with it. That, is it like a you know what when you see it type thing? Yeah. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah. I've uh, I've learned I've learned something today. I did not. I've never I've never thought about it in that way before. Yeah. Uh, I feel. Not what's like one step below mind blown. Uh. It's like I, I feel this way the same way I feel when I first saw the arrow on the FedEx truck logo. Okay. Of, <laughs> You're like, of just wow. like oh why did I not see that before I guess that makes sense. <laughs> yeah 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 so. I think it's well, just like you haven't, you haven't put a lot of like. You would obviously put like time into yeah. I never you know, really learning about this subject. Yeah. But well, thanks, yeah. thanks, Chandler's dad <laughs> from friends. Well, we'll see about that. There may be. Yeah, we'll, we'll I see. don't know about that one. <laughs> I don't know that that the sidetrack led to me figuring like learning a new thing. So, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it's interesting. It's interesting. <laughs> that was a that was a weird sidetrack, uh, but yeah. I guess I guess we'll go ahead and move onward. Onward to our <laughs> to to the next thing. Which will be after a, a very short break. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we're not moving on right at all. I was like, okay, cool. So we're back and we're ready to move onward to our next topic, uh, which, which is the Disney Pixar movie Onward. Uh huh. Yeah. I, I saw it. I took my I took my grandpa to see it. Uh, I think two days ago, mm. and it was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, I have some thoughts on it. I made a pros and cons list. You haven't seen it, so I won't dive into. I won't dive into a bunch of spoilers. <laughs> But uh, I heard it was like just my, my base level understanding. Obviously, I'm familiar with all the, the trailers and everything. Yeah. Um, I had heard that there was something else about it, that it was like a and d style movie or something like that. Um, yeah, there's a lot of D&D okay. references and the story is very D&D-esque. Okay, it's very okay. set into phases. And gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I'll go with the pros, which is going to make the cons you know really scratched hard but uh the story was really touching but it's a pixar movie so they're all pretty touching i cried at the end um i really like movies that exhibit creative problem solving okay there's not you know pixar is really good at yeah um oh the good guy and the bad guy don't fight each other or or very rarely is there a bad guy there's more of just like a a trauma or something to really overcome or a destination to get to okay so there's a lot of they solve a lot of problems in ways that I didn't really think that, oh, I didn't know that, you know, that was really creative. That was really cool. Okay. What are they going to do? How are they going to get over this one? Yeah, and yeah. so it's really neat to see them exhibit that. Um, that being said, 
there's actually some action scenes in it, which is also something that Pixar never does. I think mindless action is kind of dumb. Are you talking like action, like fighting? Yeah, there's like some, there's, yeah, there's, there's like a weird kind of car chase type scene, which they've dabbled in a little bit before, but (laughs) dabbled in car chasing. Yeah. With like finding Dory and that weird thing. Yeah. But this one's more of a chase scene. Okay. And so things like that, I'm just like, ah, they're, they're learning new stuff. That's, that's really neat to see in a Pixar movie. Cause you kind of learn the format and you go into it and you're like, okay, that this usually doesn't happen in a Pixar movie. Yeah. Um, the next one, the main character is a social outcast, which is a very stereotypical thing for main characters to be in movies, uh-huh. but he's not a social outcast in like a way where it's like, huh, huh, he's getting bullied and he's such a fucking <laughs> loser. And like, oh, he's a nerd. Everyone hates him. You know? Yeah. Uh, this unrealistic like heavy heckling and bullying that comes with a lot of these like coming of age movies instead he's his own blockade he gets in his own way he's Mm. just really socially anxious to like interact with other people so what i'm hearing is that he's more of like a real person rather than just this like kind of characterized yeah this weird character persona that's yeah the stereotype of what a nerd or whatever would be yeah yeah so i really like that too okay um the brothers are kind of two different types of the traditional nerd one is like into D and stuff like that and then yeah. the other one is just like a stick to the books like sure. book nerd and i like that too it wasn't like a oh you're a nerd because you like games and stuff he was just a regular guy he was just yeah. nervous to talk to people it's so little, so heavy-handed yeah i i really liked that and like the lesson he learns is like a really good and unique lesson. The cons. <laughs> Aesthetically, this is visually different. This is a different universe that Pixar has never really dabbled in before. It's fantasy. But it's like trademark Pixar. The character designs and like just like the general like it's kind of like looking at multiple cell shaded games. It's like they're different, but they kind of mm. look the same, you know? Um, maybe that was a poor analogy. I guess different. I, no, I, I get what you mean. It, like, it's there, like you know it's Disney when you see it. There's a shared art style, but there's something about them that set the games apart. Like you can tell visually which yeah. one is which. Yeah. Um, and at this point, it's kind of getting a little old. Like I don't think the visuals are very unique this time around. Okay. And I've been spoiled with you know into the Spider Verse and just looking yeah. at this connected trailer that we'll talk about in a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like the SpongeBob movie, they're making these big strides in like unique looking mm. animation. Pixar can't keep doing the same thing again because like it's really not standing out anymore. I, I mean, don't think. I feel like it works for them though, you know. And I mean, I don't know. Like I think in the next couple of movies, like Soul's kind of looking a little different, mm-hmm. but this one definitely didn't feel un- unique at all. Um, I won't be buying the art book <laughs> for this movie. <laughs> So that that was a thing. Um, just from the trailers, you know, it's kind of them trying to like be with their father mm-hmm. uh, and kind of connect with him. But um, they really set him up throughout the entire movie. So you have like really high expectations for they they promise you like this, like, dude, this ending is going to be mind blowing and crazy. And so by the time you get to the end. it it felt like it was building up and so it's like nothing could have pleased me at the end i kind of like and this is me not seeing this is my just like um hunch i just kind of always thought like you never would fully meet the dad and then it would be kind of one of those situations that's like um oh mom we we love you and you know we're sorry we did this whole thing and um like you're kind of our dad too. Like you're, you fill both yeah. those roles and like, we appreciate that. And like, I, that's what I thought it would it would build up to. I haven't seen it. Yeah. I can't, um, I can't really jump in sure, to that. Yeah, I wrote yeah. some thoughts down on it. Sure. Yeah. But it's just now clicking that that kind of goes into some spoiler territory. Okay. So I can't really, <laughs> you can't develop, you can't I, divulge this info to me. Yeah. However, okay. I can say that I had the exact same thought going in to see this movie and okay. I can't tell you if I was right or wrong. Okay. Um, the next one is the uh, LGBTQ rep in the yeah. movie. 
the Cyclops, the side character that um, can be easily edited out for markets such as China. Yeah. <laughs> However, it was the movie in its entirety was banned somewhere. I okay. forgot where. Like they could, they didn't refuse to just edit it out. They were like, nope, not yeah. at all. Uh, I think it was like in the Middle East or something. Sure. Yeah. But yeah, it was like a two second thing. She pa- in passing said, "Yeah, my yeah. girlfriend." Blah 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 blah. And then that was it. Then she left. Yeah. And then you subtly see her in the far off distance in the background of like another scene. Yeah. Um, which like that's, that is on one hand, like, yeah, that's nice. I'm glad to see we're making some progress, but it's like a cultural like wave maker like Disney. Um, they could be the ones essentially they, they might be the only ones who could decide like, no, I mean, gay people are real people. Like, they're going to be in media, like, yeah. you know. And whether or not a country chooses to ban that or not is on them. But, you know, we're not going to just edit those out. And that would be nice. That would be the refreshing, like, stand. Not just like, oh, we added this character in for American markets to see. And then, you know, kind of whatever. Yeah, it's it's really annoying. To, like, they're the most, they have the most influence and in things right, like that. Right. And, you know protests or whatever can only do so much but when you really hit them in like yeah animation lots of people are seeing it anyways yeah it's like something that you is directly confronts pre-existing notions or whatever i don't know so it every time i see things like that it's just (laughs) like i i don't know it's like this weird thing because i mean it's like i mean i guess like maybe that character is just gay but then it's like there's never really been very many gay people in these movies before. No. And the ones that are sh- there, it's like a the couple and Dory or sure. the like it's not like just a real human person that's like, yeah. "Hey, I'm gay and I'm also like kind of a big part of this story and yeah. Uh, and that and me being gay does not like that's another thing that that bothers me a little bit. Um I'm glad that they are like like it's bittersweet. On one hand, I'm like Great, that's glad that I'm glad they said that and like that's a representation and that's cool. But at the same time, I kinda want representation in a way that like doesn't just need to explicitly be like, I'm gay. That's my line. Alright, cool. Like Yeah. Like, alright. I mean I think the biggest like Elsa from Frozen was yeah. like the closest yeah. to like man, if that were true, that would that have would been have like been a pretty revolutionary. Yeah, that would wow. have been pretty revolutionary. And for Frozen 2, they really teased and hinted at it. They really <laughs> pushed it there, and they were like, oh, let's throw some symbolism. They did not and deliver on there uh, was gay no... Elsa, and they did not deliver on Anna Firepowers for me, and I'm upset about both. Yeah, I, I'm i still... <laughs> I'll never forgive them. <laughs> I'll 50% agree with you. I, I'm still in the camp of like, not man, Anna did not need firepowers. I did not. I don't think the world was ready for it, and not because not because it should be. Yeah, no, that, that's definitely... But yeah, it's, it's, it's weird. It's bittersweet. It's like, cool they're doing it, and I'm sure, given the culture of probably most animation... Oh, most people that I know that work in animation, like that I see and stuff like that, they probably are like the ones that are like, oh, that would be cool if they're, you know what I mean? If, if we yeah. could do these characters. There's and probably like in battles that we're not seeing being fought. Yeah. And so like, you know, this uphill. is the outcome of it. But mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe in another 30 years, we'll see a gay character that's <laughs> like actually substantial and not just like JK Rowling, like fake allyship like oh yeah yeah what was they're gay what was her name um in uh in harry potter there's like one chinese student and it was the oh, potential yeah. love interest and her name is was it like cho chang cho chang is that her name yeah okay yeah and it's just yeah. oh wow yeah that's oh did you hear about the uh there was like this i just real quick to, but i don't want to derail your train of thought but jk rowling is also the one that's like oh i never said hermione's white and i'm like okay bitch. literally des- like literally described well, her if you never said she was black then you can't pretend that like i, I hate that anyway yeah. continue jk rowling just you can't claim these fake like you're not progressive jk rowling <laughs> especially she's like all like weird anti-trans and stuff too. yeah that, that's that a whole, whole other, thing is weird yeah god she just 
Yeah, she's one of the living examples of like you die a hero or live long enough to become a villain. Like <laughs> yeah. if she have ju- if she would have just stopped <laughs> she and moved on to something else, disappeared none of this would have happened. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or there now needs to be a team of people who yeah. it can't just be her anymore. Because well, you have like um, God, I'll let you finish and then I'll um, I'll jump in. She wrote a new piece of lore okay. about the Japanese school. Oh, for Harry no. Potter and the Japanese word she didn't she didn't consult anybody <laughs> who spoke Japanese for the name what? of because why, why would you who needs so who it, needs the Japanese it's about like, their own culture it's like broken grammar oh, and it's I like it. magic school <laughs> in it. Japanese <laughs> and there was this really long Twitter rant by someone like oh, this is how so it should have been pronounced yeah. and like what it should sound like but Hers is like broken grammar magic school. And she was like, and like, just like the worst kind of person. And like the other schools, like she had, Uh, I think she had like all of China and like a couple other Asian countries all go to one school. And they're like, how big is that school? How does that work? And then all of North America and Canada all go to one school. And it's like, how are all these people fitting? But like the UK gets its own school. (laughs) What? How does that work? Know. It's that's funny. She's she's a a wild one, J.K. Rowling. Yeah, she's she's yeah. My my cat is. Don't get my cat started on J.K. <laughs> Rowling. She uh, yeah. I just it's the like you can't claim that you're writing these uh, progressive characters when you're not actually writing them. You know, just because you didn't write them to not be progressive doesn't mean they. It's like the whole. Um, Fantastic Beasts movies now where it's like, okay, well you said Dumbledore's gay. Oh, and we're still not like seeing You gotta that. cash in on oh, that. Oh, okay, cool. So we're still not like or seeing cash in that. might not be the right word. The, the lines that the characters are saying are like, oh, they're as close as brothers. So oh, I'm like, all right. There's like, a subreddit that I follow. Um I forgot what the name of it was. It's like Karen and her friend or like something and her friend. Yeah. And it's filled with things like that where yeah. like historians and other people are like, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. Frodo and yeah. Sam are just really close. And like, they no, they kissed a, because a they have like a close bond. friendship. Yeah. And, um, I love that. Like, oh no, these sailors, they just wrote love letters to each other. No, those were like letters of friendship. Yeah. <laughs> there's like this, there's this photo yeah. of, uh, two brides walking down the aisle and one person's like, Oh, it's so cute. A dual wedding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that just reminded me of that overall anyway. back to onward. Yeah. <laughs> I created a new rating system on my thing. Okay. Uh, and it, I, so I'm sure how, our listeners are at the edge of their seats. Yeah. So how it works <laughs> is I get a score from zero to a hundred <laughs> for, for visual story uh how how special the movie like how what make is it more is it does it stand out to other movies uniqueness yeah okay (laughs) well this is like the list that i see behind closed doors you know i don't i'm not gonna write like an in-depth you know okay okay yeah let's see your score jerk i don't believe in giving scores you know the next one is uh how fun was it to watch a movie because sometimes a movie could be not unique and have a shitty story but it was like oh i liked it and then rewatchability. Mm-hmm. How likely is it on a scale of zero to hundred that I will want to watch it again? Okay. I average all these things out, and I got a seventy-eight out of a hundred. So that is like really close to a B. So close to a B. Yeah. So seventy-eight. <laughs> so. Okay. So you would recommend people go see this? Movie. I'd recommend it. It's, okay. Yeah. It. I think it was. It's probably the second. Mm, it's in the bottom part of the Pixar library. It's okay. better than the Cars movies, and it's better than what? the Good Dinosaur, <laughs> and then that's it. Okay. So. All right. Well, that's interesting. I'll go see it. For it's sure. like on par, if not a little better than Brave. Okay, that's good. Yeah, yeah. I liked Brave. Yeah, I think Brave had like better looking visuals. I think. Okay. But yeah, so that's that's my score on on Onward. Uh, I recommend it, but I I. I don't. I I think I've yet to hit a movie that I didn't recommend. Okay. On this podcast sure. that we've talked about. Sure. So. Uh. Yeah. 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 Um. So we just saw the connected trailer. We did. <clears throat> and it kind of connects to what we were talking about as far as like, 
the the rep goes and i guess we'll talk about that in a second but you know what are your what are your thoughts on it because you just watched the trailer for the first time i did and and i really i'm very impressed i think i i worry because i I think trailers in this in this day and age have a tendency to divulge too much information yeah uh, to tell you too much about the story and I, I feel like I understand why they showed certain story beats in the trailer to prepare you for the movie, but I also feel like I could have lived without some of them. And I think they gave me enough. I was already sold and they kept showing me things and I was like, Oh, well now I know a little, a little too much about what's going to happen. I almost wish I knew that they go on the road trip and like maybe a little bit more, but not like, yeah. Showed me stuff that's happening while they're on it. But yeah, I like it. I love Gravity Falls. Uh, and it definitely has that like kind of Gravity Falls aesthetic. The characters are very similar to that. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I'm excited. Yeah, they don't have like the... And this is kind of what I was saying about Pixar. The characters still look aesthetically pleasing. Yeah. But they don't look... Oh, I'm your, just your average good-looking person. Yeah. They all have, like, their weird quirks. and I like that. It's like, kind of like Paranorman a little bit, yeah, where it's like, like the characters are, like, slightly weird, but, like... Yeah. That's kind of how normal people... Like, they don't just look like models all the time, yeah. you know? And I like I like that. <laughs> um, the uh, I love and I hate the eyes. I like them, yeah. The eyes are, like... It's gravity. That's a gravity falls. Like eyes. the eyes are like <laughs> since they're 3D, the yeah. eyeballs themselves look like they're just white voids. Yeah. There's no shading on the eye, and then the pupils like, I I don't know how I feel about it, but like my eyes are drawn. Like I want to look at each when the character's talking to me. I need to look them in the eye. Look them in the eyes. Yeah. Um, the 2D art overlay, like the like when um the main character, I think Kate, Katie, when she's emoting. Uh, when she's walking, when she wakes up and yeah, from her bed, yeah. there's like all those little things. I think that's a neat effect, yeah. And like it shows the exterior of the house and it shows her like this 2D animated, her freaking out. I love that. That's it's so more, cool. It's a more simple route, but I think it's very effective and like it does stand out from stuff we've seen. And there's different textures for the markers too. There's another yeah. scene where... Um, it almost looked like it was being drawn with a dry erase marker like really okay. quickly over the dad. Sure, yeah. Whereas yeah. like... The Katie had um, it almost looked like like crayons or like mm-hmm. ink pens, but you could kind of see like the fade of the dry erase marker with the dad. And so I'm curious okay. if each one emotes differently. Maybe. But I really like that. Um, the jokes hit for me. The dang it Katie compilation of her yeah. tricking him into kissing the dog was like, oh, it's like a YouTube video or more like a, it reminds me of a TikTok. Yeah. Um, the toilet saying sayonara and launching the guy. <laughs> the timing on that was really funny. Sure. And I thought the clashing of genres was really good. Yeah. Like the family road trip. And you're like, oh, like that's tried and true. Like mm-hmm. the, but then the robot apocalypse is happening. I think you're walking a fine line when you're critiquing. Oh, people are always on their smartphones. So I was like, oh man, like, this, uh... like I'm cringing. <laughs> and then they get to the robots yeah. and then they kind of start moving away from that. Yeah. So I feel like that's going to be kind of the beginning part is like, oh, technology. And then the rest of it is kind of off the preaching thing. It's, it's kind of funny to me because, and I'm not saying this movie is doing this, but other movies and shows that do that kind of, uh, everyone's just absorbed by screens. I'm like, what do you think people are watching this on? You fucking idiot. Like, what do you think that they're they're consuming this media on? Do you think this is going to be the thing that breaks them out of their trance that it just, it's so fucking stupid. Um, I I do agree. Like I probably am on my phone too much. Um, but it's a portal to this like wealth of knowledge that no other generation has had before us. And, uh, it's, it's this connected, uh, I won't go too, too much into this like weird, like anti boomer rant, but it just, (laughs) it, it, it's, I understand why people have a hard time putting their phones down. It, it's hard to um, be stimulated all the time, have your brain just like constantly going and then just like stop. Like uh, it's not easy to do that. But anyway, I just think it's kind of hypocritical sometimes when those, those shows are like, 
everyone's on their phone. I definitely like. I'm above that, but everyone else is garbage and on. I their read phone. physical books. Yeah, because and I'm like, you don't get the same feeling. On this a is a movie. Like you're. This is you're. People are watching this in a theater on a screen or like on their phone at home. Or like, you know. I, yeah. Ugh. I I'm definitely <laughs> on the camp of like just. I think it's just the next step of human evolution is just like we will get screens and that, like <laughs> implanted it, like into this our is, brains. This is like honestly, like this is like the yeah. this is step one. Like people will probably look back at this, you know, in the future mm-hmm. and be like, "Wow, like this was a detached thing. They didn't have fucking yeah. things attached to their wrists or whatever." Like, because I mean, you look at Bluetooth headsets in your ear and like smartwatches and stuff, and it's only yeah, going yeah, to get yeah. more like Google I, Glasses, right? And I think we were going to move. We're going to move more into that like sort AR. Of our augmented reality. I think that'll be more of the next step once we get that refinement on uh, that augmented reality. I think that'll be um, more of what we use. Uh, Rather than these like very yeah. physical screens, like anybody who's like, oh, you're on your screen. I was just like, this is just the next step. Like, yeah, yeah. it's only we're only going to be doing it more as time progresses and technology progresses. Like, there's no stopping. Like, yeah, no one's going to yeah. be like, oh, we finally got people to stop using their phones for this well, much. Like, if we it, stop, it'll be because like there's a world-ending disaster that yeah makes them useless. The EMP goes off. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. But anyway, I don't think this movie does that. I think, yeah, from what I've seen, it's 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 very much from the, and I can kind of humor it a little more because it seems like it's from the lens of the father, like mm-hmm. trying to connect with his daughter, and so that's how he feels. Not necessarily like that's what they're trying to teach you. Maybe a little bit, but I think that the, that's you know maybe more of the story is just like this is how i feel that you're being you're always on your phone i'm trying to do stuff with you rather than like oh it's phone's bad i don't like them i think it's also kind of touching how and i don't know like i haven't seen the movie sure, but yeah. in the beginning he's making home videos of him and his daughter yeah. doing stuff yeah. right and so and now she's like a film student or mm-hmm. she's an animating animator student or whatever it's like she probably picked up her love of mm-hmm. film from making homo movies with her family so it, it's like or whatever it like yeah, yeah you know he's probably responsible yeah. for that i'll probably be a beat in the story i don't know i do have a feeling that it's because it, it cuts from that it's funny using the camera to her using the camera it's funny because say you know before we had smartphones and like when america's funniest home videos was like a big thing and yeah people were recording home <clears> movies <throat> and i mean no one said that to to those people like oh put down the camera and experience experience life without that you know and yeah it's like you know obviously that that was maybe more reserved for special occasions rather than every all the time but i mean those are the people who who now are are saying to you know people on their phones like like in the the movie trailer um like do you have to experience everything from your phone i'm like well i mean it's just documenting. I mean, it's uh, oh, the whole people statement. just like to do that. You know? The way she says in the movie is like, this is how I'm experiencing right, it. Yeah. Which is just like, everyone sees things differently. Like, why yeah. not let someone, I don't know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think it looks really cool. Yeah. Um, it's different looking and I think it, the story looks really good. But this is just a really good year for animation in general. We got connected from, so- like every major competitor is ranking a movie. I made a list here. Connected from Sony, onward from Pixar. Paramount's doing a SpongeBob movie. Warner Brothers is doing Scoob. Disney's doing Ryan the Last Dragon. And then Pixar again is doing Soul. I haven't seen Ryan the Last Dragon. That's a Disney thing? Yeah, that's. They announced the logo. They revealed some footage at D23 behind closed doors. So we haven't seen anything official yet. Okay. But we know it's a very Asian influenced art style. Interesting. Yeah. Um, I hope that the drag. They don't botch the dragon. I don't want the dragon to be like a cartoony, like, whoa, I hope the dragon's cool looking. Yes. Um, and then Illumination is doing Despicable Me 3, and I did not write that down because they're <laughs> not worth the time of fuck day. Them. <laughs> fuck them. Yeah. Fuck so, them and their cash cow that they just keep. Yeah. Doing. In other news, I started playing Sonic Forces, but I'm not even going to talk about that. So. Okay. <laughs> I only mentioned it. I only mentioned it because uh, I wrote it at the end of the thing, and I didn't want you to ex- like expect me to talk about that. Because okay, 
we, yeah, we, yeah, we talked about the rise of, like, that's a popular topic on this podcast. We talk about the rise of technology. The rise lot. and fall. Yeah. Here we are documenting it now for you. Yeah. Be sure to listen to this podcast on, yeah. on the internet. Yeah. Download, download as many episodes as you can. So you have a physical media of it. So when <laughs> yes. the EMP drops, you can. Actually, if you could just transcribe the episode with pen and paper, um, yeah. with, with our inflection as well, uh, that way you Get have it in quill. a physical media form that you can keep uh, the scroll in an ancient library. <laughs> you can keep your scroll of these episodes. Go to our Patreon right now to order a scroll of each episode, handwritten by Andy. Um, it's like the U.S. Constitution, <laughs> like this really aged thing, and it's like we this pop have talked about. The rise and fall of technology. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Whatever. Very qualified to talk about the advancement of. We have a very today's episode is very like social justice warrior. Honestly, feeling. kind of. Yeah. yeah. Talk about Chandler's dad and then yeah. technology. Can <laughs> <laughs> we get me the episode? Chandler's Welcome dad to and our technology. Social justice podcast. This is Brian Andy. Yeah. I. Uh, yeah. This is just all done for me to look like. Uh, an ally on <laughs> yeah i'm really trying i'm planning on writing for president soon so i really need, need this <laughs> yeah i feel like you've probably said things on the podcast that would oh yeah i no. mean at this point it doesn't matter my like, chances of being point, president have have bombed uh, a long know. time ago i think i think at this point being president is like it doesn't really matter as long as you're not like i don't know i mean i guess it's hard i don't want to get into that i think actually <laughs> It's harder to win an Emmy, I guess. It's harder to win an anything. Emmy. <laughs> if we've learned anything. But on that note, on that note, we'll we'll see you later. Thank you so much for listening to our uh, our our moderately sized podcast. Yeah, we're not you, little. We're not big. If you enjoyed it, make sure to you know tell your friends about it. Subscribe. Please write subscribe. Us a review. Yeah. Do anything. Uh, Send if, questions in to mm-hmm. uh, deskpopcast at gmail Yeah. We'd love to hear your thoughts on if you have any topics you'd like us to cover or just any questions in general. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, sayonara. (laughs) Magic school.